Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. The 10 o'clock hour is the open home hour. Open for anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin. one 767 4348 That's one 888 for you. Text questions can be sent to 411-923. You can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com as well if you need to snap a picture uh, to send it along to help describe your project. Uh, send it to info at rosieonthehouse.com. And I would also say... Oh, here it comes. If you don't live in Arizona, like if you live somewhere in New York or, you know, Atlanta or whatever, we probably can't help you all that much. <laughs> My first phone call this morning was from Miss Carolyn from New York. And she had a very thick accent, so I had a little uh, hard time understanding. But she had hired a contractor, and she was wanting to know what her recourse is. And I said, well, I don't know in New York. She said, well, well oh, she, she was calling yeah, from she was New call- York. I said, well, where is the house? So I thought, well, maybe, you know, you can't Glendale, tell the phone yeah. Chandler, Maryville. New York. I said, well, I'm sorry. I really can't help you. But what, what do you guys do? I said, well, is he licensed? No, he's not licensed. I said, well, then you're probably in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> well, you know, every state is different. In New York, you have to be licensed by city. As I understand it, there isn't a statewide and not every city requires it. But if we know what city she's in, uh, I know about a dozen contractors in the state of New York. Maybe at least we could give her the name of someone I trust and know as close to her as possible. Well, I will give her a call back. That will make her day. Maybe could help her out. I know guys in Buffalo and Several guys right down in New York City, John Russ, that's all he does. Is, can you imagine remodeling 20 and 30 floor? No. When there's no parking for your trucks or your material or your workmen, your deliveries? I mean, how do you take a delivery of cabinets on a New York City street during the workday? I don't want to find out. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely mind-boggling. And I'll tell you, when I asked him, and the more I got to know him, I asked him, he says, Rosie, it all has to do with cash. And that's all he said. <laughs> that's not verified. I didn't test it. He, that's just what I was told by someone in the community. I have to believe patients play some so, kind of role oh, in that as well. <laughs> my, oh my, I don't even know how you estimate a job like that when you've got so much stand around time or hauling materials up and down the freight elevator. So we'll we'll try and put her in touch with one of the contractors I know in New York. And we, we've been able to do that fairly successfully over the years for Arizona homeowners who have a neighbor or a relative uh, in a, another location that's experiencing some contractor dilemmas. We've solved quite a few of those coast to coast over the 34 years that we've been on air. We're talking about neighborliness in the whole month of January 2022. And a part of being a good neighbor uh, is being aware of Rosie on the House. We've been here protecting Arizona homeowners for 34 years, and we're going to continue doing so. About 
five or six years ago, we started publishing a calendar, which actually works as a handbook for homeowners. It also lets you know what we're going to be covering on air. If it's a particular topic you're interested in or it's about a project you're considering tackling. It's the only calendar I know of that comes prepared, ready to pay for itself. There are service coupons in this calendar that are worth hundreds of dollars for services you're probably going to need done at your home anyway. And the calendar is free. All you have to do is contact us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. Let us know how many copies you would like, and we will drop them in the mail to you. The free Rosie on the House calendar and homeowner handbook. On the topic of neighborliness, we just had a neighbor drop in the studio. Mr. Seth Fink, co-founder of Focus Companies, our Rosie certified uh, insurance and financial planning advisor. Um, when we pulled in, we kind of saw some things going on in the parking lot over there. What have y'all got going on? Uh, thanks so much for having me. We're, yeah, uh, looks fun. We're, we're holding a, a charity fundraiser car show today. So we have car a- shows are always fun. Yeah, we're uh, raising donations for Sunshine Acres Children's Home, as well as doing a shredathon. So for those uh, clients and friends that have all that shredding they've been saving up in their house, we have a mobile shredding truck on site there till noon today. Uh, you can bring by your boxes of shredding goodies. Ordinarily, I would shred a lot of the paperwork y'all sent me, but one I got in the one I got in the mail yesterday showed what you've done with my account since January. I think I'm gonna I'm not gonna shred that. I'm gonna frame it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Jansen would be very proud of you for that. I was pretty tickled when I opened that. I'm like, oh, hot dog, man, we're on a roll. How many cars have you got lined up over there in the parking lot? I, I think from the time I came over here it was probably about thirty five or forty. Man, which which one which one do I got to get over there and see after the show? Well, there's a little bit of everything for everyone. There's yeah. some modified trucks. There's some actual dragster race cars. Okay. There's a couple of old classics, some modern hot rods, a little bit of everything. Well, tell everybody where you are so they'll know to get there and how long will you be there today? So we're at 7600 North 16th Street between Northern and Glendale. Uh, the car show and Shredathon will be going on until noon today. How big a shredding container do you have? Uh, it's actually a mobile shredding truck where they're <laughs> shredding it on site. They take, take all your boxes and load it into these trash can-sized dumpsters, and the truck actually goes and picks it up, throws it right in the mobile shredder. So, Man, oh, man. So that's the Focus Company uh, charity car show going on this morning. Correct. And Shred-a-thon. Uh, this is a perfect time to take a look at what you don't need filed anymore, throw it together. How long will y'all be there today? Until noon, sir. Okay. And you're also accepting donations, uh, bottled water, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, deodorant, mac and cheese, cereal, and cash for shopping. And this is all for, again, you said Sunshine? Sunshine Acres. Acres. And talk about them for a minute. Uh, they're an organization that helps uh, support and uh, house foster children. Uh, so it's their tremendous support in the community for those kids in need in our valley that don't have a place to live until they're placed in homes. Um, so there, there's such a need and shortage for all the supplies and things that they need. Their actual list was thousands of different items, and we pared it down to just a handful. So anybody attending could drop those off or, like you said, make a cash donation. And uh, at the same time, enjoy the car show and the street rod. And if you've got paper shredding to bring by, you've got a big mobile truck doing that for free. Yes, sir. Wow. Absolutely for free. Tell us a little bit about Focus Company. So I, I've, I've been... 
your your other founder, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jansen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I met him when he was like six years old. Uh, his dad wrote my first ever insurance policy, and I've been with the Jansen family for now forty five years. Wow. Very cool. We're actually um, Focus Companies was started in 2009 by myself and, and Clay Jansen. We're actually a consolidation of two family-owned businesses. So you work with his father Rick since 19. He started in 1976. Oh, my, man, my, it was right after yeah, that. <laughs> my, my father Mel Fink started our accounting and tax practice in 1978. Wow. So we're two second-generation businesses uh, that came together to form this uh, this alliance and this whole holistic firm where we do accounting and tax and insurance and financial advising and corporate and estate legal, uh, health benefits, property and casualty insurance, everything that anybody could want. We've moved all of my mother-in-law's accounts into your firm. Uh, I've recommended three of my children. I think two of them have moved all, everything into your firm. And I think Clay just talked to the third one this week. Fabulous. So uh, we, we respect what y'all do. We appreciate it. And Seth, thanks a million for just walking down the street and uh, our, our, our corporate neighbors were just down the street from each other. So Focus Companies, Charitable Car Show, and Shredathon, all free, benefiting Sunshine Acres. Again, the address and the hours. The address is 7600 North 16th Street, uh, right off of Morton between Northern and Glendale. We'll be there till noon today. Awesome. Thanks a million. Well, on the topic of good neighbors, <laughs> that's what it's all about. What does it take? To encourage your neighbor to come in off the sidewalk, walk up your front sidewalk, and say hello. Visit just a little bit. We're talking about that. We're also talking about anything you'd like to talk about. Lots of questions have come in while we were visiting. We've got somebody that wants to talk about how do I clean ceramic tile and grout. (laughs) Hire it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk a little bit about that. Do you suggest resurfacing my porcelain sink? Um, and does weather have to be at a certain temperature to work with cement and concrete? All questions that are coming in that we will get to as well as your call. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can call us for free, toll-free from wherever you are in the state of Arizona or New York, one 767 I'm here in studio. Uh, I'm Rosie. My son, Romy, is co-hosting the show as he has since about the year 2002. My wife, Jennifer, sweet Jennifer, screens the calls, get your name, what your question might be, puts it up on my computer screen, and we get you into the conversation as quick as we can. All being run and coordinated technologically and electronically engineering-wise by our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D. So we are the team that are here every Saturday morning for you, the Arizona homeowner. We're here to inform you. We're here to protect you. We're here to educate you. And I hope... Somewhere along the way, we do a little bit of entertaining. Another part of being a good neighbor is not dumping your trash. There's nothing that makes me madder than just finding litter. Whether it's out in the desert or somebody throwing stuff out of their car window, just such sloppy laziness. My back alley for about a year was a dumping ground for the next door neighbor. And it was terrible. I mean, we had mattresses, sofas, and everything else. I actually spent some time and went and cleaned it out so it looks nice and neat. 
Well, there is a couple mm. websites that you can report litter bugs. Don't trash az.org is one of them. Writing um, this down. <laughs> and Pinal County, uh, az.gov has a new uh, tab on it, Keep Pinal Pristine, that you can go report uh, dumping, and especially if you catch them, you know, catch a license plate, uh, you can report it there, and then they'll send authorities there. So uh, keep just, you know, we, we've got such great trash service, consistent, reliable. We've got these city dumps. We've got these recycling transfer plant stations. I mean, it, it doesn't take hardly any effort to not be a slob and make it so easy. I just, oh, drives me nuts when I see that. So, yeah, it's, a, it's I'm a, probably a, preaching to the choir here, but at least these websites where you can go report them if you catch them can, uh, you know, keep those handy. And I will tell you this, uh, those in law enforcement will tell you if you're out there hunting, camping, hiking, and you see slobs uh, either in their campsite that are breaking camp and leaving all kinds of trash or dumping stuff, do not approach them. Just try and get their driver's license number, record the date and time, and send that information to the appropriate law enforcement agencies. Um, I have confronted people in the wild on occasion, and on occasion, they've let me know they were armed. And you know what? I like keeping Arizona clean, uh, but rather than take a bullet, I'll just go clean up after them. <laughs> so law enforcement will encourage you, look, don't enter the fray. Just collect the information and make the report. On the topic of remodeling right now, if you've got a project you want to try and tackle in this new year, give us a call at one 767 4348 And we'll try to help you every way we can if it's a project you're trying to tackle yourself. Now, I did take a little survey this week of some of my Rosie certified partners across the state and uh, to confirm something I said last week that virtually every Rosie certified partner on the website at rosieonthehouse.com is currently hiring people. If you're in the trades and you're not happy with your boss, you're not happy with the work environment. You don't feel like you're respected as the tradesman or professional that you are or want to become. I would tell you, find somebody on my network that uh, is operating in your particular trade that you're experienced in or trade you want to learn. I don't know anybody in my network that isn't currently hiring new people to the trades and giving them the training they need to become that apprentice, that intern that can develop into a full journeyman tradesman to develop a career. And I'll tell you this, at Rosie Wright Remodeling, we're currently hiring. I mentioned that last week. We got several very nice resumes. At Rosie Wright Remodeling, we have the intent of uh, growing our little bitty company, and we're looking for great people, male or female, that can work with their hands and are familiar with handyman-type work, managing supervision, supervising, remodeling work, or estimating. If you're an estimator, I'd love to visit with you. 
so you can reach out at rosieonthehouse.com. Again, if you're in the trades or if you're considering coming in to the trades from another industry that maybe COVID all but wiped out, uh, the trades were all basically pretty darn busy through that whole pandemic and remain record level busy right now. Reach out to someone at rosieonthehouse.com. Just simply go on to find a certified partner, pick the trade you're interested in, whether it's roofing, painting, drywall, cabinets, countertops, flooring, plumbing, electric, air conditioning, and look at our list of certified contractors. The list that you see on my website are the best of the best in each of the categories, and that's where you'll want to start your job search another email has come in go ahead i'm saying you don't need experience if you're you teachable no. they'll they'll take you on and teach you on on job training we we've taken a lot of people from the hospitality industry that just got annihilated by this pandemic and apparently that that's all coming back but we we i know of about a half a dozen individuals that have left the hospitality industry and come into the service industry uh, because they had no work. We were overrun by requests for work. Okay, a question from Sharon says, how should I clean my ceramic tile floors and grout? (laughs) Sharon, uh, it's a mind over matter, okay? If you don't mind, it don't matter. Uh, The first thing you need when cleaning ceramic tile floor and grout is knee pads okay that's the then you need a good nylon stiff brush and then you need the appropriate cleaning agent that i would tell you simply find one of the marvell masonry stores in located in arizona several in phoenix down in tucson and just pick up their stone tile and grout cleaner but don't stop there once it's cleaned Allow the grout to thoroughly dry, staying off of it as much as you can. Let it thoroughly dry, and you will be tickled to death with the results if you then take the time to seal it and how much longer that's going to keep it looking good. But like I said, when it comes to cleaning ceramic tile and grout, my recommendation is hire it done. And you can find the appropriate contractor at rosieonthehouse.com. The company's called ClearCo, our window washing company that also does floor cleaning as well. And actually in our home maintenance. To get it really clean, it's a job. And our home maintenance calendar, uh, at the bottom of each month, there's uh, three tabs that our partners put uh, promotional offerings in there. Uh, and ClearCo is in there for February under... You get five panes cleaned with a whole house window cleaning. So. Arizona. It's Sanderson Ford country. I was recently traveling out of town to a convention where contractors were meeting to study a particular component of construction. 
And in the lobby, there was a Ford Motor Company display, uh, as well as other manufacturers. And there were dealers from all over the Southwest that were there ready to answer your questions. So I went over there taking a look at a couple of the Ford vehicles, and one of the guys walked over to me. And he said, boy, if you're interested in one of these vehicles, we'd sure like to talk to you. I said, well, I'm from Phoenix. Uh, I've got a Ford dealer I really like. He says, well, whoever it is, we can beat them. I said, well, I deal with Sanderson Ford. And he looked me square in the eye, and he said, you're dealing with great people. Now, that was a competitor from another state who wanted my business. And I've got three vehicles on my order list right now. All three of them will be ordered at Sanderson Ford. If you're interested in buying a new vehicle, Get to Sanders Ford on 51st Avenue, south of Glendale, six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Open all year long. The number one awarded Ford dealership in all of America is right here in the Phoenix area. I've got three particular vehicles that all require a very specific specification. And I've been told by my man at Sanderson Ford, Rosie, if you want this one, by April, you need to order it now. If you want this one, and you want it exactly like this, we can't get it till about June. But if you're looking for a good Ford vehicle or a good certified used vehicle, Sanderson Ford 64 Acres is filled with product right now. Get over there and take a look at it. Sanderson Ford. I never, ever send anyone there where they don't call me and say, Rosie, thanks for the tip. I'll never buy anywhere else in the 10 o'clock hour we cover our weekly to do you can uh, follow along on our home maintenance calendar tackle one maintenance item uh every single saturday so we can keep on top of you know the maintenance that our homes take and you can sign up digitally at rosieonthehouse.com slash app and get the premier edition of the app for uh 45 dollars a year if you use the rosie promo code when you sign up and that'll let you, it'll send you reminders. You can uh, track those, register your maintenance, register your, your projects, manage your products, projects. It's a digital way to help maintain your home. And then it's transferable to the next owner so they can immediately have a record of all the maintenance that's been done and have all the reminders set going forward. It's a great tool it to is. help. Uh, and we will get to our weekly to-do, which is reducing uh, your water consumption, but uh, the ten o'clock hour is also the open home hour, load and the it, lines are full. So load let's it up with calls. Let's plow through a few real quick. Starting off with, I believe it's Robert in Mesa. Welcome to the program. Hello, gentlemen. Yes, yes sir. sir. I just had a quick quick question about um, looking to build a house this year, and what's the best way to approach finding a good general? Oh, uh, that's tough. That's really tough. Um, and it's going to be a big answer, but I will tell you that, uh, one of the Rosie certified remodelers in, uh, Chandler, Brad Christensen, BC renovations would be the place I would recommend you start. Not many of the Rosie certified general contractors do homes from scratch, but Brad would be one person worth talking to. The other thing, what, what are you going to do? Is this a lot you're going to build a one-of-a-kind custom home on? Or are you looking for a, a, a large builder subdivision and trying to pick which builder to whose neighborhood to buy in? 
No, it's an it's a acre lot looking to build a custom home. Nice. And have you started the design with a particular architect? Yes. Okay. And has he been in Arizona a while? Yeah, pretty much his whole life. Okay. Well, he should certainly have a recommendation or two. Go to my website, rosyonnows.com, click in the zip code of the property, click in general contractor, BC renovations will pop up, and you could give Brad a call and visit with him. In your particular part of the valley, we also have Scott Hockley, Hockley Design Build, but Scott primarily likes to do, like me, like Rosie, likes to do remodeling. So, Robert, I hope that helps. If at the point you have two or three candidates that you've narrowed it down to, Robert, I would be happy to meet with you, and I'll do my vetting and searching on them like only we can do here at Rosie on Now is by checking the competitors, checking, checking their credit references, checking their pay history, uh, you, you can all check them at the Registrar Contractors website, azroc.gov. Put in the name, and it'll tell you if they have a history of receiving complaints or not. So narrow it down, give me a call, and I'll help you vet which one of the two or three finalists that I would probably go with if I were building my own home. And where okay. you could start with that is go to the Registrar Contractors website. And in the find a contractor, you know, look at the custom home license and the lower the number, the longer that company has <laughs> been in business. That's that, that's one way to say and, it. And that would be where I would get my first handful of companies to start talking to, visit their office, see if they'll provide a list of homes that they've built that you can go talk to those homeowners, see the projects, um, you know, talk to them about their experience and, and just know nobody's perfect and building a home is a big project. Um, and you're going to make decisions along the way that Me. you're going to regret later. There's also because <laughs> because there, there's so many to make. There's no way to get them 100 percent. And from the start to the end of the finish, you're going to change your mind about what you want. And I tell you what, Robert, on our website, rosehouse.com, there's a consumer's guide how to pick a contractor. If you'll run every one of your candidates through that process that's listed on that consumer guide, it's going to do a lot of the screening and the vetting for you. Okay, we've got Richard and a caller, Fred, Fred uh, Ray and Fred on hold, but I'm going to ask you guys to hold just a minute. We've got an inquiry here by text about efflorescence. Uh, it's the white chalky material that's showing up on a lot of the masonry in Arizona right now, having to do a lot with how wet the monsoon season was this past summer. One of the wettest monsoons. I think Tucson actually set a record at 13 inches of rain this monsoon season. Well, the a lot of the masonry material that is built in Arizona comes from aggregate that we mine in the Salt River. Okay, let's track the Salt River. It joins the Gila down around Buckeye, Arlington. It goes due east through Metro Phoenix area, gets to the, con the junction with the Verde River out east of town, heads due east in the Saguaro Lake, Canyon Lake, Apache Lake, Roosevelt Lake. At Roosevelt Lake, it forks. Tonto Creek goes due north up to Christopher Creek, and Salt Lake, Salt River continues east 
through the San Carlos Indian Reservation and the Fort Apache Indian Reservation where it forks into the uh, White and Black River. Just at that fork, there is a huge salt deposit that has been mined for years. The reason the Salt River is called the Salt River is because it is so high in salt content. So when we mine the aggregate and the gravel and the sand for our uh, cement masonry, for the mortar, uh, for the concrete block, we are inherently using material very rich in salt deposits. So we build our concrete block, and we use our super mortar, and we build a block wall. The best wall money can build. And it gets wet. And the water leaches to the outside surface. It carries the salt deposits with it. And it shows up as a white powdery substance on the outside of brick walls and masonry walls and your concrete patio slabs. If it's a vertical surface, you can eliminate it by cleaning it off with a little vinegar and sealing the wall to keep the wall from soaking up moisture. If it's on a patio, you have very little chance of ever controlling it. You're just going to have to live with it unless you completely eliminate any water source, any flower beds, any irrigation lines that are in, about, and around your patio. If you want to eliminate efflorescence, you must eliminate moisture. Okay? With that said, let's see if we can get back to the phones real quick. We've got Ray. Uh, let's bring Ray into the conversation. Good morning, Ray. Uh, yes, uh, hello, Rosie. Um, uh, Rosie, I really enjoy your show. I listen to it as much as I can. Very informative information. Uh, I have a two-part question here. Uh, are there, uh, I have a, um, a, a porcelain double deep sink in the kitchen. Are there different grades of porcelain? Absolutely. How how old is the okay. sink? Uh, let's see. My mom bought this house in two thousand and three. Okay. And and the reason um, why I'm asking this is because um, it has a lot of like from the years scratches and and the only the only time that it looks like fairly decent is if I put pour bleach and let it sit, you know, with some water. Um, But um, I would like to know if there's something that uh, you can recommend that I can buy or uh, some company or something that can remedy this, uh, you know, some uh, remedy this uh, problem with the sink. Excuse me. Well, Ray, you could actually, I don't have a Rosie certified partner I can recommend. I can tell you that repair to porcelain plumbing fixtures is a temporary fix at best, which sometimes that may be all you're looking for. You can actually Google uh, porcelain repair. There's uh, several companies in town to do it. There's several suppliers that will send you the material to do it yourself if you're so inclined. There was a company, I believe they're still in business, by the name of Fiberglass, Todd's Fiberglass Repair, uh, who operated out in the Mesa Tippe area for years and years and years, and they expanded their services to porcelain repair as well. If if I would Google and find out if Todd's pops up, if they do, that'd probably be the first company I would contact. Yeah, and they are. 
I'm, they okay. They have a showroom they, as well. They've been around since uh, '78. As, uh, yeah, as long as I've been in business. So, give them a ring. They, I, I will say this: they're good people. They have a great reputation. Uh, but I must say this: they're not Rosie certified. But Rosie doesn't have a certified porcelain refinisher to recommend. Let's see if we can take Fred's question on chimney real quick. Calling from Tucson. Good morning, Fred. Good morning. Good yes, morning. sir. I'm ready. Yes. Um, I uh, have a hand-built house back from 1960s, and uh, it has a big fireplace in it, and for some reason the fireplace is not letting the smoke go all out the chimney. Some of it's back coming back around the front of it. Now, I built the fire further back in the fireplace. I've opened up the the, the draft uh, thing that's underneath, and I still get, I, I went outside when I built a uh, fire a couple of days ago, and then when I came back in, the whole house was filled with smoke. Oh, man. Now, how long have you been in the house, Fred? Since 1990. Okay, and has this is this a new problem? It has it the, the fireplace has drawn in the past and it has stopped. Something stopped it. We haven't used it for a while okay. now. At, at one time, uh, when I first got there, they said that some uh, when the fellow was repatching up the uh, the fireplace on the, up on the top uh, the chimney that they may have dropped uh, some yeah. of the cement down yeah. in the down in there and uh, there's uh I don't see a flu you know something where you turn your handle and you can open and adjust the the well, the, the uh, air going up through okay. the chimney well back in the 60s it may have just been a fixed flu without the operable open and close door to it but the fact that it's built in the 60s it's been working, hasn't been used in a couple of years. I would tell you to contact a chimney sweep and have them uh, make sure there hasn't been a nest built in there or, in fact, the guys that were up there didn't do a poor job of containing their mortar drops and have created some kind of a obstruction. Uh, we have a certified chimney sweep up in Maricopa County. Uh, you could certainly call Becky. Uh, at Arizona Chimney Sweep and visit with her and see if she has someone she could recommend to you in Tucson. There are a lot of reasons a fireplace will not draw. But the fact that this was a 1960s home that was drawing for a long time, the inherent design problems that could be part of the problem probably aren't a contributing factor. You haven't used it for a couple of years. There's something new in the flu that's causing this. You need a good chimney sweep, my friend. And there is the Chimney Safety Institute of America, CSIA.org. You can type in your zip code and find a certified chimney sweep. We've got to get... The calls have kept us from covering a little information we wanted to cover. Uh, I live in the city of Scottsdale. I have since uh, 1966. Um, someone actually asked me to run for mayor the other day. <laughs> um, uh, they're asking us to save 5% off of our water bill. Uh, 
We are now entered into Tier 1 rationing from the Colorado River water uh, supply, Central Arizona uh, project. Uh, that we were always told that was going to not primarily affect residential users. Tier 1, we would probably hardly even know we were in it. But City of Scottsdale is asking us, hey, let's all see if we can't save 5%. Average consumption of water for an Arizona resident is about 150 gallons a day. 70% of that is your outside landscaping. So out of your 150 you use a day, over 100 is outside landscaping. You personally only are requiring about 45 gallons. If we could save 5%, and if we're going to save 5%, I would tell you, take a look at your irrigation scheme. There's 5% you could save really, really easy. Yes, especially if you've got you know summer Bermuda grass. That is probably the number one water violator that I think everyone would agree with. I'm, I'm glad you brought that out. AMWA, on their website, list every city that is paying you to take summer lawn out. The city will actually give you a credit. In Scottsdale, it's a dollar a foot, up to 5,000 square feet. <laughs> and you have to be careful with that because it depends on what you're putting over the top of it. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, not, yeah. Not every landscape is approved Qualifies. for That's the rebate. True. So make sure you understand all the rules before you just say, hey, I quit watering my lawn, pay me. And well, it doesn't quite work that way. Uh, but you can, on Rosie on the House and the Quick Links, we've got a reduce, reuse, recycle water link that you can go there, get that AMWAL link, find your local municipality and figure it out. We've also pulled some of Water Use It's Wisely, 200 ideas for saving water. Uh, we pulled some of our favorites there. Some of them are so minor, you think, what? Well, you know, <laughs> really, does that even qualify? But, you know, just being aware of it might change your habit just slightly enough that, you know, it, it does add up. And one thing I do want to mention, because it's, you know, they keep talking about Central Arizona has to, has its water supply cut by 30 percent yes that is true but it doesn't no one ever finishes the story they weren't taking 100 percent of the water they were allocated to begin with right they get about 1.5 million acre feet they were only using about 1.3 so really they're only cutting about you know it's less than actual usage yes is a lot less than they report, and that drives me nuts because it's just not – it's only telling half-truth. Let's not panic anybody. Arizona's actually in pretty good shape compared to other western states. But stop and think about this. Let's say there's 7 million people in Arizona. Let's say 8 million people, okay? If we could all save 10%, we would have enough water for another almost 1 million people without using any more water they were currently using. As a matter of fact, Arizona uses about the same amount of water today as we used with one and a half million people back in the mid-50s. Is that incredible? So let's be responsible in our water consumption. Those other 800,000 people are coming. Whether you like it or not, they're coming. Let's, let's all do our part to welcome them as the good neighbors we're teaching you to be here at Rosie on the house.